Welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 71, and it's a very special episode because we have a very old friend of ours, James Tarleton. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How, how's it going, Dr. Nick? Um, it's actually, how's it going in Japan in like two in the afternoon? Japan, uh, Japan is good. Japan is going well. Everything is on time, and the flowers are out. People are singing, wow. holding hands. So everyone's and, picnicking uh, under the flowers and... Wearing big spiky hair and headbands, yeah, pretty much the usual day in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's, I don't know how long it's been. I, I really should have looked this up. I, I want to say it's been almost a year since you've it's been crazy. on. It's crazy. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> a long enough time for people to go, huh? Yeah, who who's, this the, who's this character? <laughs> well, uh, he has been on the show before, folks. Honestly, yeah, seriously. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're doing our annual... Uh, uh, UK representation here. Uh, well, Greg was on last time, right? Well, that's what I mean. I'm going through oh, I got I got to check yeah. off all the boxes here. This is the British week, right? <laughs> on Radio British Trivia. month or something. <laughs> British month, yeah. Uh, anyway, we got we got five games here. Uh, three of them were selected by uh, James, and uh, and I'll just uh, leave it at that. So. <laughs> So that means I've got at least a, what, a 10% chance of getting one of them right? Well, you know what one of them are. One of them is, <laughs> So You fail English? That's impossible. It's impossible. Here they go. They started again. The Simpsons Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just get started before I, I see something else stupid. Okay.
Cool. No ideas yet, huh? No ideas. Oh. <clears throat> I think I can guess the the bit era, but that's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, here's a second song for you. Please give me a question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this game's plot revolves around harnessing a super powerful magic, which is meant to be used against the very source of its own power. What is the name of this power? Okay. <laughs> kind of helps. Eh, I think it'll help some people.
well, I'm fresh out of ideas. Uh, well, uh, you know, to be fair, yeah. you're, maybe some listeners aren't aware. Uh, the co-host for, for Radio Trivia is doing this over Skype, and so they have um, poor fidelity when they're listening to the music than, mm. um, than the, the listener does. Uh, so, you know, you're hearing like a mono feed that's been highly compressed. So that sometimes can make it difficult to figure out what system it's on. I think we should do that for the listeners. I think we should make the listeners <laughs> listen to a crackly mono version as well. That'll uh, make it extra hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, that'll increase the fidelity of this <laughs> podcast. Um, anyway, what, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I can, all I know is that it's a 16-bit game and possibly SNES and... It's kind of sounds gothic-y kind of thing, but I can't really think of anything other than Castlevania, and it's probably not that, so... Well, you're on the right track. This is Castlevania. But no! This, this is Castlevania Order of Ecclesia for, oh, DS. Uh, for the DS. Right, um, okay. Take that, Greg. I got my modern <laughs> Castlevania. I didn't think um, you'd do two Castlevanias back-to-back, but... Sort of. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, you know, so- sometimes... I'm like, well, I want to go for diversity, get a variety of s- songs from a game. This is like, nah, I'm just going to do Balls Out, you know, just do <laughs> Adrenaline. <laughs> Why not just uh, rename it, it Castlevania Trivia? <laughs> because Castle then I would, yeah. I guess there are only like 20 games I could choose from or something. But, uh, <laughs> That's at least uh, three episodes then. <laughs> there you go, yeah. We're actually up to like episode, uh, game like 350 now, if you can believe it. So, Holy moly. Uh, yeah. We're, we've got a lot of games under our belt now, but uh, this this is a, a fantastic mm-hmm. game. And, and after getting kind of jaded playing Portrait Ruin, this was a very pleasant surprise. I, I had kind of put this to the side when it came out. I'm like, eh, I'll get around to it eventually because uh, I kind of lost interest in Portrait of Ruin. Would but, you call uh, this the best um, DS Castlevania? Hmm, I think so. I mean, uh, the first one. Um, Dawn of Sorrow is really good too. It it has the best um, like second uh, quest mode. I only played a little bit of the Order of Ecclesia uh, second quest mode because I was borrowing the copy from uh, Johnny. But um, this one probably has the most variety in it. Um, I don't know. It it it's some has a happy medium between linear levels and uh, and exploration, and it, and it works out really well. The Metroidvania in this, yeah, and, and it you know it has the has a really good soundtrack and and uh, the combat system is very um, satisfying. I mean, it, all of the GBA and, and, and DS games have fairly similar combat systems, but this one feels a little more fluid, and, and the way you can mix and match powers is is pretty interesting. So, what about um, the uh, kind of DS? Features do they? They don't really do much with the. Oh, thank screen. God, no, no, they, they did that yeah. in the first one, and then it's okay. That's enough. <laughs> didn't, didn't you have to like draw shapes to like do magic and stuff? Yeah, like in the in the first one, you had to uh, after you basically after you completed beating up a boss, you had to draw a seal to to completely destroy the boss, or else then he would come back and you have to fight him more. Um, that sounds. I, like, I, yeah, um, I think the idea was that like. You didn't have the power to actually slay these guys. So you had to seal them away. Um, so you had to sign a letter. To, to yeah, basically. <laughs> Draw this kanji character. <laughs> that would be uh, awesome. Yeah. That, Great that, way to that learn would be kanji. painful. Yeah. <laughs> learn kanji. You have three seconds to draw it. <laughs> but uh, no, 
Oracle Age is really great, and coming, you know, like I said, I, I was a little jaded going in, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's a great game. If you haven't checked it out, track down a copy or borrow borrow one from a friend or find one on eBay. Um, it, it's a good game. I think the name is disappointing. I think they should yeah. have c- continued the, uh, you know, labeling everything with the first initials D and S. I think uh, they should have done that for every single game. Then it would have been really confusing. How, how would you... <laughs> But uh, they did—they did keep the tradition of blank of blank, so that's good. Um, <laughs> blank Cas- of blank. Castlevania, blank of blank. I, I love that game. It's a good <laughs> game. Um, anyway, uh, the answer to the question is—I uh, guess I'll start from from the concept behind the the plot—is that, uh, of course, there's amnesia involved, of course. But uh, other than that, the, the idea is that. Uh, there's this special order, Order of Ecclesia, that that's uh, studying ways to to combat Dracula because uh, vampire killer's power is, is lost. You know, the, the the bloodline's been so thinned out that that no one can use the whip anymore, and so uh, they're researching other ways to defeat Dracula if he were ever to come up. And uh, and one way is to turn Dracula's power against him by using uh, this sort of modified version of Dracula's power called Dominus. Um, and so that's the answer to the question. And that's sort of what the entire plot revolves around. Someone, you know, trying to use it for good or evil and steals it and that kind of stuff. So, and uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but you do fight Dracula in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Dracula is in a Castlevania game. <laughs> What? Somebody just turned off the podcast and discussed <laughs> at least one person. Hey, well, not every Zelda game actually has Zelda in it. So, you know, That's there's true. always that possibility of a Castlevania game without uh, Dracula. Um, which actually, um, actually, did, did uh, Portrait of Ruin have Dracula at the end? I don't recall. Oh, I didn't play that one. Um, the idea that it wasn't supposed to have Dracula, but they may have thrown him in as just sort of like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Dracula. <laughs> I really don't remember. I, I did beat the game, but the, the final boss didn't uh, leave any real lasting impression on me. So that would have been uh, well. If it wasn't Ca- if it wasn't Count Dracula, it might have been something very similar, Count Ducula or something. Well, no, it's the old. There's, a, there's an elderly man who's, who's the villain of the main villain of the game, but I, I don't recall if at the very end a Dracula somehow throws into the mix. He's re- Revive the very end. That's it quite was possible. Old, it was Old Man Withers, the, uh, <laughs> the guy who was the uh, haunted amusement yeah, park. God damn it! You get off the line. All right, uh, we've spent. Well, uh, I can't speak anymore. Help me, I go no sensei. Um, <laughs> me speak the English now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, with that, game two.
I wonder if Johnny's turned off this podcast in disgust of the butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't like butt rock? <laughs> All right. Well, more butt rock coming your way. All right. So, um, actually, um, this is uh, your request. So, uh, how about uh, how about you ask the question? Okay. The Shuffler Tour is represented by what animal?
All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's probably the best song for the game. It's good stuff. All right, so... So, the answer is... Uh, well, there's two answers. If you're American, it's Uniraces. And if you're British slash European, it's Unirally. Now, Both I games. haven't played this game before, um, so so give me the lowdown. What, what's what's the, the idea behind the game? This is a racing game where you play as a unicycle. And not a person on a unicycle, a unicycle with nothing on it. And it's basically taking the kind of stunt to make you go faster thing from Mario Kart Wii, kind of like that. The more stunts you pull, the more boost you get. And the you know, I, you I've go. always thought of this game as, as almost being a spiritual precursor to excitement. Is that a, a fair analogy? Not, not that you've had a chance to play it uh. since you're in uh, Japan. But, um... <laughs> um, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very simplistic, but in a really good way. I mean, the background graphics are practically non-existent it's just, just a blur. You know, just large shapes yeah it's not not important it just focuses on the fun part of racing just like going as fast as possible around these crazy kind of loop-de-loop tracks and they've really nailed the controls like it's just um, you know the L and R buttons kind of um, flip you forwards or backwards and all the other face buttons just uh, kind of twist and flip your unicycle in various ways so it's just a case of going one direction as fast so as possible. So this is a side-scrolling and racer, right? It's a side-scrolling, So it's a little yeah, more like two D like Sonic 2 or Sonic 3. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of like Sonic if you replace Sonic with a unicycle and make it fun. <laughs> Ooh, burn. <laughs> Sorry, Sonic fans. But, and you've got various traps like um, goo, like waxy goo that slows down the, the unicycle and, uh, and kind of like twisting tracks that you have to uh, cycle onto. If you jump onto them, you kind of get bounced back to the beginning of that part, so you have to make sure you're on the ground for right. that part. And so, um, there's a lot of, because uh, the, the computer-controlled unicycles that you have to beat to get these medals are very well, difficult. Yeah, this sounds um, like a trial-by-error type game where you just sort of have to learn the track. It's kind of like, kind of like that. F-Zero. But the tracks are not that long. Yeah, it's the tracks are not that long, so, you know, you, by the second lap, you've already got, you know, a better idea. Third lap, you're pretty good at it, you know. And if you ever try that same track again, you'll be, you know, you'll be good at it. Uh, it's just very, very satisfying. It's very like the controls. They, this is something I wish, you know, developers did these days. You know, they just ignored everything: graphics, <laughs> obviously music, and uh, <laughs> focused on like, you know, making it as smooth. Like animation is very smooth. You know, the controls are tight. You know, and it just feels so good in your hand. You know, when you get really good at it, if you watch somebody good at Uniraces, it's kind of like, you know, they don't stop and it's just a smooth kind of, you know, loop-the-loop kind Definitely of feeling. Definitely sounds like Sonic. Um, very, very satisfying. So, yeah. so another thing this game has in common with Excitebots is, is that it's an Nintendo published game that uh, that has a Western uh, developer, which is was pretty rare, especially mm. like back in the SNES era. I mean, that was... I mean, they had rare, but this is you know like a, a third party, non, you know, one-off mm. thing, right? This was uh, DMA games or DMA design, but the guys that became Rockstar, right. uh, they made this game, right? Yeah. So, 
Grand Theft Unicycle. Right, yeah, maybe all these unicycles stole themselves and are now racing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they did they, they did have a sense of humor back back then when they were yeah. DNA and they even wrote like this crazy story behind the reason for why these unicycles are doing what they're doing. I remember it was completely ridiculous. I'm, I'm sure you can read it somewhere online. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be pretty bonkers <laughs> with, with their stuff before they uh, yeah. kind of changed their image. Uh, the, the Grand Theft Auto stuff that took off. I, I also understand that when people see pictures or videos of this, or not so much videos, but if you see pictures of this, it looks so boring. <laughs> you've, 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 all you can see is a line and a unicycle, and you're like, that's yeah. it. It's really one of those games, like, as soon as you touch the controller and you're controlling it, you, you get it. You're like, ah, okay. I see why this is fun. Now, this game hasn't come out uh, for virtual console yet. Um, I, mm, I, wonder why that is. I don't know. I mean, if it's Nintendo published, um, it makes it a you know, pretty big candidate. I, I don't yeah. see why you know, DMA it. would be against it. I, mean, if, I don't know who owns the rights to it, first off. I Who knows? It's probably Nintendo. But even if it's a co-owned thing it seems like it would be a, a a good choice but you could say that about a bunch of games that haven't come out yet i guess um, <laughs> we could we could um spend an entire uh, podcast talking about games that should yeah. be on the virtual console well, with but no I reason mean, why not. G- given that nintendo uh, had a prominent role in this game um i think it's totally feasible that it would come out um, actually i just thought of a game that it kind of uh, technically feels like um, if you ever played 1080 snowboarding yeah you know when you get really good at that game and you, you do you spin and you flips and you, and you land it and you, and you just keep going faster and faster you know it's kind of like that feeling okay. just a kind of 2D side scrolling version of that so the question ah yes yeah. so, so each of the uh, each of the tours or, or cups whatever cups, you want to call yeah. them mm-hmm. are they're all they're all based around animals but the names are like shuffler, walker, sprinter, things yeah. like that, which represent an animal. And the question, the shuffler one, the shuffler is represented by what animal? And the answer is a tortoise or turtle, <laughs> whatever you want yeah, to call it. Us Americans sometimes call them land turtles or something, but uh, yeah. I, I suppose tortoise is more accurate. Yes, yes, tortoise. And other things like kangaroos and snails and things like that. I think the snail is the first yeah. one. That's like the crawler or something. Yeah, that's right. The slitherer. All yeah. right. Well, uh, Uni Racers, I'm, I'm glad you were on to talk about this because uh, I would never have been able to talk about it. It's a really it. good game. It's a really good game. And I really hope that they bring it to virtual console so more people can play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, look at fo- just don't look at pictures of it and decide <laughs> from that. It really looks boring from the pictures. Yeah, I actually owned this game back in on the SNES days, and uh, I, I, play, I think I played a demo unit somewhere at a shop, and I was just hooked by it. I was like, this is awesome. Mm. I just got it. It's one of those games that just, you play it, and you just get it, and yeah. it just clicks with you, and it's like, I can get into this. It has multiplayer too, right? Like- yeah, it's got, well, because the graphics are so simple, the two players, you know, there's no speed um, detriment at all. It's equally as smooth as the yeah. one player. And it's even got like a tournament mode, if I remember. So you can have like eight players swap in, swap out. Oh. It's, it's, there's a lot of options. The, the menu design is very, um, very kind of simple, but 
you know, there's like lots of options. You get to where you want to go very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's just click, next, click, next, you know, yeah. get into what you want to do quickly. Sounds like a very functional game. They just focused on mm. making very sure it was functional fun. design. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they kind of use the, I think it's pre-rendered kind of look from what I remember. I think the, unis, the unicycles themselves were very kind of, you know, Donkey Kong Country pre-rendered yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, it was that, it was that, that, that was stage that era, of, of video game development where everything was pre-rendered. It was like mid-90s, this game. Yeah. Like 94, 95. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Anywho, we're going to yeah. go up to the third game, which was actually requested by both James and Jeremy from Iowa. Not me. You. Some other, you know, oh, me? You, you and Jeremy from Iowa. Okay, so. Jeremy, let's do it. I just noticed every episode I'm on, there's some kind of like spooky track that you play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on to me. You're trying to freak me out or something. <laughs> Didn't work.
Okay. Very happy song. <laughs> oh, I feel like killing myself. <laughs> that's that's kind of the the atmosphere we're going for here on Radio Trivia. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, so here, so here's your question. question. Mm-hmm. On what Nintendo platforms have versions of this game been released? Cool. I remember that track. All right. So, what game is it then? Resident Evil Two. Which or one? Two. Ooh, yeah. So this is the original Resident Evil for, but the no. release for GameCube. Yeah. It's the first Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was Resident yeah. Evil Two. Yeah. So, so James requested like all of the GameCube Resident <laughs> Evil games way back when. So he did request this, but it didn't really help him that much. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, right. he requested all of them. Okay, well that changes the answer to the question then, doesn't it? It does change the answer to the question. Because if it was Resident Evil 2, the answer would be the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube. Yeah, so which 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 systems? So is this Resident Evil 1 definitely uh-huh. came out on the GameCube. That's uh-huh. the the re the reboot. Right. And I th- um, I think that they've re-released it for the Wii with that terrible box art. Uh, yes. So I think the answer is GameCube and Wii. 
Yes, but there is also a DS re-release of this game. Oh, right. Which, right, uh, right, with the knife, the, the uh, touchscreen knife uh, controls. Yeah, yeah. I played it very briefly at a, at a Nintendo press event. Um, I think they had the old voice acting, too, on that one. Um, really? Not that the new one is that much better. I was watching some videos of this <laughs> game to refresh my memory on, on, uh, on this remake. And uh, although the script is better, the voice acting is still pretty damn bad. To you be sound surprised. What did you expect my reaction to be? Oh my god! I, I know. I mean, the Resident Evil voice acting is not good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I guess I for some reason I thought it would be better. Maybe it was better by Resident Evil Four, and that's why. Um, yeah, Resident Evil Four. I can't really. I don't even put that in the in the same. Yeah, I know. Leave it. But uh, it's it's funny because it's better. It's still bad. <laughs> um, you can't yeah. polish a turd. Now, is it is it the history that they originally had Japanese voice acting that they were planning on using for the Japanese version of the original Resident Evil, but they threw it out because the director thought the voice acting was too bad. <laughs> I didn't the, know that. <laughs> the point being that the English was, was probably just as bad, but he couldn't tell because so, it was so a different Japanese language. Guy, a Japanese guy says, "Oh, the English one sounds good." Well, there's yeah. your problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What what Japanese director is telling us, you know, that it's good in English acting? Yeah, acting. yeah, exactly. But it was something I read while I was doing a little research for this game, and I thought it was funny enough to share. Um, but I, I enjoyed this game. It was actually my first uh, exposure to Resident Evil. On and, the uh, GameCube? Yeah, on the GameCube it was. Mm. And, well, uh, mine was uh, Resident Evil 2 on the N64. And uh, that was pretty awesome for 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 to, to compress that on an N sixty four. Yeah. But yeah, the GameCube one. I mean, for for most people, that was the game that you could go like ha 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 ha, ha to PS two on it, right? Yeah. Like, look what our console can do. Yeah. So I I played that, and that was fun. It's frustrating, but it was it was fun. It was kind of the yeah. first time I played a game like that, really. And. Um, and then I played Zero, which a lot of people rag on. I thought it was okay, but I like it. I like but, Zero. Uh, I, I can understand why people rag on that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was not overexposed to Resident Evil, so hmm. that was the I, second, I was, yeah. So for me, it was fine. Um, but then I then had my fill by the end of that, and um, yeah. and then the next one was Resident Evil Four. So, um, but you know, it, it's good. It still looks really good. I I don't know if the lip syncing holds up. Uh, it looked like they have kind of the the one jaw, one bone jaw type, take the animation <laughs> going on there, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic animation and uh, and character model was right. Well, I mean, in, in, out of this world at the time. Yeah, I mean, everything else was pre-rendered, which would still yeah. look really nice, uh, as long as you didn't mind the the <laughs> opening of doors every right, right. <laughs> every I, ten seconds. And the weird thing is, you can hear the disc. Like loading the, the next room in, it doesn't take that long. Well, it takes I, half that time to load the, the next room in, right? Yeah, but, they, but you still can't skip ahead, can you? And you still can't skip ahead. Yeah. They they changed that in zero, if if I remember. Like you could skip. I think I think you could. You might have been well, able. It was, it was to. faster. That sounds anyway. about right. I mean, they had more time to to optimize the engine. Yeah, um, and of course it was it was completely um, 
instantaneous and zero when you flick between characters, right? You could be yeah. in totally different rooms and it would just be instantaneous, right? Yeah. So it that proved that the loading time was uh, put in there to slow things down, make it more creepy or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something um, like that yeah. Or just tradition. Could be just, just tradition. That. Yeah. A Japanese company sticking to tradition? Never. Ah. Uh. I can say these things. I live here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's uh, it's probably time we move on to the fourth game. Let's and, do it. Uh, well, I'm not going to say who requested this one. Exciting.
That sounds like a timed level kind of thing. Dun 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 dun. You have one minute left, kind of music. So there's your question. Um, I don't know how useful it'll be. You can you can blame me. I wrote it. Uh, the Japanese version of this game features what three cheats not found in other regions? <laughs> well, that doesn't help. <laughs> Okay, um, is this a Konami game? Yes. Is this a SNES game? Yes. Is this Cybernator? I I don't know if if they changed the name of this game. Um, this is Contra Three. Oh, Contra Three. Yeah, uh, a, a game I have very little experience with. To be to be honest. Um, Same here. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yes, let's talk. About it. Uh, I remember as a, as a kid running uh, Contra 3 with a friend and getting my ass handed to me and, and me just not really getting it. I, I, you know, I hadn't really played many run-and-gun games as a kid. And um, Was this the one with the overhead view? Yes, Sections this is the one that has both both the side scrolling and overhead run and gun sections. Mode seven, and, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, I can't remember. 
it, it, I mean, it was that's that was novelty at the time, but um, I, I mean, I I remember enjoying uh, using the the various power ups and and, and uh, you know, that's always fun. Pick up the flamethrower or whatever and, and shoot and and uh, I enjoyed it, but I just didn't know how to play the game. And about I don't know, maybe four years ago, I was over. Uh, hanging with uh, our former site director, director Steven Rodriguez, and we played this game, and I still just didn't get it. I, I could not play this game. I got, I, I did okay in the side scrolling, but I, I just totally botched the, the overhead part. I think it's a hard game in general. It's so hard. Contra, um, Contra games are renowned for being fiendishly hard, right? Yeah, and this game is well known for being hard. And the interesting thing is the Japanese version, which I assume was the first version created, uh, had some cheats that made it a, quite a bit easier. Um, was it LLLRLR, the Konami cheat? I assume one of them probably was. But down, down, yeah. So one of the cheats was a 30 lives code, which certainly would have helped. So that means you can be hit 30 times, right? <laughs> I don't know if it was a one-shot kill game. I don't remember being that evil. Um, Lots of other, culture games are, though, I thought. Like, I, think, I think this one has a has a health meter, but okay. it's, it's still... Yeah. Uh, there's a stage select code, and there was well, a sound test still. code, and I think the game had unlimited continues. Oh, really? Versus, uh, versus the international versions, which had varying number of continues based on the difficulty level. So, so the Japanese always get the easier, easier games, right? Well, I thought it used to be that like games were harder in Japan than America. Remember, like Super Mario Brothers Two, Japan was too hard to come out in America. I think um, back then wasn't it just a case of it came out first in Japan, so they had a chance to see how hard it was, and then then they adjusted it when they they translated it. That's certainly the case for some games, but yeah. uh, in the case of Mario Brothers 2, uh, they just didn't bring it out in America. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and for uh, Mario Brothers 3, uh, they made it easier. Um, you were talking about Lost Levels that we would uh, yeah, Lost right? Levels for 2 and for Super Mario Brothers 3, uh, mm-hmm. in the Japanese original version, uh, one, one hit when you're like Fiery Mario made you small, kind of like in the original Mario Brothers, right. Super Mario Brothers versus... Mm-hmm. Uh, in America, at least, uh, going to big and then small. Yeah. Right. So. Um, wow. Yeah, contra yeah. games kick my ass too. I, I can't play them. <laughs> it's yeah. just like I'm just being punished by all these this random gunfire from every direction, and somehow you're supposed to fire and kill everything at the same time, it's avoiding you know tiny little bullets that kill you. Yeah, you know, it's with it's one hit. <laughs> it's tough. I I I don't have the skills or patience for these games and you know I, it's a great I, arcade game yeah I mean <laughs> I, I owned uh, I, I purchased um, Sin and Punishment 2 which hopefully is coming out in America soon um, and I enjoyed it I played through it on easy and I really haven't felt the inkling to uh, go back and play it in a harder mode because I just don't feel like I'm up for that kind of torture I mean it was plenty difficult for me on easy mode to be quite frank, right. um, when the easy mode kicks your ass, you know yeah, it's a hard game. Yeah, um, and that's very much in, in the style. I mean, it's not the same presentation, but a kindred spirit game, you know? um, old old school shooter, shoot 'em up. Um, and for the sake of a completeness, the the full title of Contra Three is The Alien Wars. Um, <laughs> 
Contra 3 The Alien Wars. For, for those wondering, um, so I, I think the concept was there are aliens you're fighting. If there was a, a third world war, that's what it would be called. World War III, The Alien Wars. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know anything about the first two Contras. I, I never played them. Um, and Contra 4 is on the DS, right? That is correct, and I have not played that game either. I think I downloaded a game, uh, downloaded a demo on the on the Nintendo channel. And <laughs> wow, I forgot that there were actually decent demos for the, from the Nintendo. It was a long time ago. I downloaded it, and it was like one level, and I couldn't even get to the end of that. And I was like, screw yeah, this. Yeah, that's Contra. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, we got one more game for you, and uh, it, it's another James selection. Maybe he'll figure out what this game is. Who, who um, suggested the, the Contra one? That was Greg. Uh, it was kind of a holdover from uh, when Greg hosted. And I, I decided to withhold it because I think we had already selected two Konami games. And uh, I thought three was a bit much. Leahy! <laughs> okay, so... So hopefully, hopefully Greg's happy. <laughs> we got one more game for you. And, um, and maybe James will figure it out. It's, it's his selection. Maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance. I won't know what the hell it is. Depressing Resident Evil music. <laughs> so, so you're over contemplating uh, slitting your wrist now. Yes, All just right. about. very good, very good, very good. I've at least put the razors away. Yeah, got to end <laughs> on a happy note. <laughs> Thank you.
Very chirpy. So very 8-bitty, sort of, maybe, kind of in the background. So here, here's a question to help you hopefully uh, figure out the game. So uh, what is this game known as in the United Kingdom? And, and by that I mean it has uh, a somewhat different name uh, from in America. Does it involve fish and chips? Uh, no. There's another hint for you. Memories of what game? Memories of Dr. Kawashima's brain training. How old is your brain? Ah, and that's the answer to our question. It is. What's that the, is the American name. title? The American title is Brain Age, Train Your Age in Minutes a Day. <laughs> train Your Age? <laughs> uh, train Your Sounds Brain. Sounds like okay. you need to Sorry, train it's, your it's brain. Sorry, it's Brain Train Your Brain in Minutes a Day. That, that was a... a Brain fart on my part. <laughs> Maintain your brain in age the train minutes a day. Wow, sorry, that's what they get for having such a freaking long title. I'm sorry. <laughs> the British one is ridiculously long. Yeah, it's uh, so, it's up so there. So poor old, uh, so poor old Kawashima Sensei is um, relegated and not even included in the title in the states, right? No, no, it is. I'm, I'm sure his name is somewhere like on the on the box. I like the I like the box on the, the American box. It's, it's got a question: Is your brain young or old? <laughs> my brain is clearly old, there's, based there's, on my inability to remember the name of this that's game. The choices, that's the choice you're given. <laughs> is your brain young or old? Uh, yeah, you know, I played this for a little bit. I got a free copy um, because they basically handed out a free copy to everyone at the press event at GDC when they when they either announced this game was coming to America or. Something along those lines, or, or or really pimping it, they literally gave a copy to everyone in the room, and uh, I played it for a little bit, but I, I just didn't I didn't get hooked. I wasn't interested in, in this sort of thing, but uh, I can I can certainly see the appeal. I have to wonder how many people played with the music on though, so <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if very few people got uh, this game. Well, but, I got the Japanese one, the first one I got in the Japanese one, and the sequel I got the. The, the European, the British uh, one, which right. includes the um, the Doctor Mario. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah. so does it have both Sudoku and Doctor Mario? Because 
I know the Japanese original didn't have Sudoku in it. Yeah, it didn't have Sudoku in it, that's right. Or Sudoku, as it should it's correctly pronounced. It's No, it wasn't in... I think it was in the sequel. I don't, I don't like Sudoku anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> I find it tedious. Yeah, I think it was in... Yeah. But I, I really liked the, um, the uh, Dr. Mario game, that was awesome. You had to do at least one um, brain training to earn the right to play it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And it said, start relaxing now. It wasn't start your brain training, it was start relaxing. <laughs> but that was the sequel, we're not talking about that one. No, we're talking about the original. Um, we're talking about the original one. Not that there's that big a difference. I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to discern amongst the two except for the, the Dr. Mario game. Um, right. <laughs> I, I really don't know what's in the sequel that isn't in the original. Um, well, it's, it's actually quite topical now because it's been in the news recently that um, uh, they've done some... Uh, research into that these games actually don't really train your brain that much <laughs> and you shouldn't you shouldn't rely on it to like make you you know more intelligent shock horror well is it the idea that it makes you more intelligent or is that it keeps your brain from getting getting yeah, old and fatigued yeah. well, I think oh, doing okay. anything makes prevents your brain from getting old right right like so, so the question is what were, were they really testing for what um, I mean I don't think the point of this game is to make you smart I don't think that was ever purported <laughs> well, that's to what be people it. Think, though, right? Well, I don't think that's what Nintendo ever really said. I think it's keep your brain they sharp. There's a difference. Right. It's to keep your brain from getting rusty. That was really what it was marketed as, especially as like you know older people, you know, do mental exercises to keep your brain from getting moldy. Basically, that, that was always you, my understanding. Are you going to see now by this? Yeah, that, that was my understanding of it. Now, was it misrepresented or people extrapolate their own? Conclusions, sure, and Nintendo probably left people open to do that if it got them more sales. But um, I, I don't, I don't think that was ever the intent. Um, so it's yeah. I mean, some people might argue that it's not really a game. So <laughs> yeah, uh, but too. Uh, apart from the Doctor Mario bit, I think that'll that'll close out our session here. I think that was here. a good one. That was a good one to close up on because yeah. uh, I think both of our brains are actually uh, disintegrating yeah. at this point in time. They, so. they are. Unfortunately, I got more work to do after this, but uh, I won't bore you with the details. Um, I'd like to thank you, James, for, for uh, dedicating an afternoon to this. No problem. And, uh, I just had the uh, Godzilla alarm go off, so I should be getting be going soon anyway all right um well run away in fear and we'll uh hopefully have another episode for you guys in uh two weeks so uh look forward to that yeah good enough. Castlevania Order of Ecclesia is copyright 2008 Konami. Uni Racers is copyright 1994 Nintendo. Resident Evil is copyright 1996-2002 Capcom. Contra 3 is copyright 1992 Konami. Brain Age, Train Your Brain in Minutes a Day is copyright 2006 Nintendo Nikolai. Right. I can't speak here. Steven Rodriguez. Ah, blah, blah, blah. I can't. Steven Rodriguez. Whatever. And, uh... <laughs>
<laughs> oh god edit time and uh 